Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone 2021 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Happy Friday to all of our listeners and to uh, you as well, large country. Uh, I hope you're feeling well. Dolphins and Ravens last night. Let's get started right there. I'll be honest with you. I was watching some college football last night because I thought this game was going to be a blowout. Turns out that it was a blowout, just not in the fashion that I thought. The Ravens lose this game despite being a seven and a half point favorite. I was shocked. Like honestly, yeah. I, I checked in on the scores around halftime or so, and it was close. I think maybe I don't remember. I think it was tied up. Maybe still at three the last time I was watching this thing. And then I, I started getting tweet alerts that like Tua was coming into the game and I was like, oh that's nice, but yeah. I want to watch Kenny Pickett play. And so to see the Dolphins win this football game was surprising to say the least. Uh, absolutely. I mean, they go into halftime. The Dolphins are up six to three. And you're like, okay, well, hey, the Ravens will get it figured out. They'll come back and win this game. Second half team. They've been coming back and winning football games all year. Anyways, not this year. I mean, or not this week. Excuse me. And the AFC this year is just not good. It's like the the Pac-12. They're just cannibalizing themselves. It's just crazy because I mean, we talked all offseason how much better the AFC is than everyone in the NFC, and the NFC is just getting. I shouldn't say the NFC. The Rams are getting every available player that they want. I know we'll get into that a little later, but this game last night, we got to give props to the Dolphins' defense. We talked about them yesterday on how they just haven't been very good this year, and it's been questionable on what's going on. They got after Lamar Jackson like crazy last night. I saw this morning that the the stats for the the DBs for the Dolphins have just blitzed outrageously. Last night is the largest amount in the NFL so far, which is crazy. That's yeah. good. Xavion Howard gets a, a touchdown. Yep. Last night on the fumble recovery. Yeah. Man, they almost wanted to trade him. That's crazy. I think he's one of the best corners in the league. Well, he knows that too. He just wants paid the same amount as Byron Jones, which I don't get why yeah. you sign Howard and then you get Byron Jones and then pay him more. I was like, oh, the other guy's actually a lot better. Part of the the market. I mean, just some agents are better than others, <laughs> yeah. which really sucks. I mean, I get it from Xavion Howard to be like, wait a second, I want to be the highest paid corner on this team. Mm-hmm. Well, get a new agent. I don't know what to tell you, <laughs> yeah. man. Like it's market value. You agreed to it. It does suck, but it's also interesting to watch this game because the quarterback situation and what happened with that one. Because Brissett starts the game. And the Dolphins announced that Tua was going to be available in emergency situation. So he's an emergency quarterback, and they had to use him. Brissett goes down with a knee injury at, what was that, in like the third quarter? Uh, and then Tua comes in. It was either the end of the second or beginning of the third, and it was also marked Justin Houston's 100th sack. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, what I don't understand, and I've been a big Brian Flores supporter. Mm-hmm. If Tua is good enough to play in this game, why isn't he starting? And for them to have, like, Tua come in, and I I realize they they tagged him. He's the emergency starter. So, like, a worst-case scenario, he can come in and play a little bit. So, Tua comes in. He plays a little bit. They check out Jacoby Brissett on the sideline and determine Brissett's good to go. He can come back in the game. But he doesn't. 
and Tua stays in there. To me, it felt like uh, we're going to start Jacoby Brissett, and we'll label Tua as like our emergency guy, but we don't plan on playing him mm-hmm. at all. So, I mean, he was healthy enough to play, but not healthy enough to start. That's really confusing for me. And then to keep him in there. You labeled him an emergency backup. So I would think after that emergency is settled, you take him off the field because clearly he wasn't healthy enough to start. So why yeah. is he playing? I mean, it's the same thing they did last year with uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick and yep. Tua. Snip, snap, snip, snap. Exactly. Like, stop confusing this kid. Either let him mm-hmm. play the whole game. And, I mean, he didn't have great numbers. I mean, eight for, 100, or eight for 13 with 158 yards, no touchdowns, and no interceptions. And he played well. I do understand that I, I think a lot of people are probably listening thinking, well, he played well. Why would you take him out? I get that, but he played well, but you said that he was too injured to play unless it was an emergency. Yeah. And then you're like, ah, no, never mind. Well, it doesn't feel like he made any, like, incredible throws either. He had one pretty good throw uh, up the sideline. But that was about it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, like, that's a play that was like, yeah, that's a throw you're supposed to make. Yeah. It was wide open. No, the Albert Wilson one was the big one that he didn't throw for very far. I think it was the Jalen Waddle. Okay. was the deep throw that he made. The The Albert Wilson one went for a lot of yards, but you're right. It was not like some impressive throw. He was yeah. wide open and then took the ball uh, for a lot of yards after catch. Yeah. Now, Tua did have one touchdown that didn't count because he was supposed to throw it to a running back, and the offensive lineman caught it. Yeah. And with just some incredible athleticism, scores. Like, this is one of those plays where you look at it, I was like, maybe the NFL, and I saw this on Twitter, so I'm taking this – take or an idea or whatever and i think it's great the nfl should just make a rule it's like that was a badass play that was some cool shit that's a touchdown i don't understand why linemen aren't eligible anyway that's never made sense to me either i, I always I thought that as a kid it's like if i can touch the ball and snap it backwards why can't i also just turn Center around and catch be it? eligible like yes. flag football rules that'd be amazing let them be eligible if they want to go out for a pass they should be able to i get the tackles and the guards because you don't want them blocking downfield mm-hmm but that should almost just be like, okay, if they're going to do that, it's pass interference. Yeah, like Offensive pass interference can't yeah. do that. It would be exciting. Maybe some of one of these little pop-up leagues that we'll get in the spring, like the XFL when it comes back again again. again. Yeah, three yeah. times. Uh, maybe they'll toy around. Now, I mean, that. here's the thing. Would you put like a tight end as your center? Is that kind of the prototype you would get It'd there like in case you need him snapper. to block? Yeah, you know, or like a guy who's a little bit more athletic. Would you have like a Tyree Kill type of player snap it and then just run straight up the middle of the field? You can't go cover two. I wouldn't do it with a guy like a receiver because of what I would do is put Vita Vea right over him. Say like good fucking luck getting off the line of scrimmage. That's a good point, yeah. <laughs> now you're done for. <laughs> yeah. You'd have to do it with somebody big like uh, you know Robert Hunt that did it last night. Yeah. In the NFL, like, even if you change the rules, they would still only utilize it, like, once every 10 games. I saw that the Dolphins had already created a, a wrap, and they put it on their elevator doors. So when the doors are closed, or they, they go to close, you see the image of him, like, upside down reaching for the already? end zone. Already? Yeah, it was Jesus, quick. It just happened last night. I know. That's exactly <laughs> what I thought, but it was very impressive. Yeah, it was. Like, it, I would, if I was him, I would put a, I would make a big poster of it. It's actually something I would get painted and put it above my fireplace. Like a mural? Yeah. Yeah. As you I, see I in the movies with a guy doing also, like wrestling a bull? No. Uh, yeah, it's a metaphor, but that really <laughs> happened. Yeah. Uh, I also like, not to be the get off my lawn guy, a lot of people are looking at this play and they're like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. Like he almost scored. He also fucked up. Like you're going to go back <laughs> and you're the Dolphins. You're going to watch film of that. He's going to get his ass handed to him. Like, why are you touching that ball? Why the fuck are what, you turning around? <laughs> what thought did you have that made you think 
you could touch the ball. That you could catch it. You are blocking on a screen pass. The running back is right there. If your ass goes and lays a block, that might be a real touchdown. <laughs> but nope, had to get greedy. Had to get your hands on the ball. You want to do that shit? Go play tight end. We yeah. need offensive linemen here. That's what the Dolphins coach. That's like that coach 30 on TikTok. Yep. Break down that play. <laughs> the offensive lineman. That and dude's I, so good. He is. I know a lot of the, like, the Jeff Schwartz, uh, Mike Gullick, everybody's like tweeting out the picture of it. And it is cool. But at the same time, like, man, you, you messed up. <laughs> you should not have touched that football. And that's a goal line penalty. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess you could even look at it as you took points off the board. That was a touchdown, and if you wouldn't have screwed up. Now you're released. You <laughs> yeah, lost so your job. It is fun. Like, not to take away all the joy out of it, but at the same time, as the, the get-off-my-lawn type guy, as the old guy in the room, just don't touch that football, man. Yeah, be better. Know your job. Do your job. Stay in your lane. Whatever little cliche term. That is going to suck for him when he rolls in, because I'm sure they get the day off today. He's going to roll in like Saturday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. And coach is like, hey, it was impressive. Why the fuck should you turn around? Yeah. Why would you do that? Why are you looking for the ball? Or the coaching staff messed up. I, it's still early Friday morning. For Maybe us. we should send that clip to AJ Green and be like, hey, this is how you turn around and uh-huh. catch a football. Find the football. Yeah. That's what you're supposed to do here. Uh, and I don't know if maybe he just failed to report. I don't think he was on the end of the line, though, either. I think he was think just he was a guard. pulling guard yeah. on a screen pass that decided, I want to touch the football. <laughs> Not today, Robert Hunt. My time to shine. <laughs> another guy we talked about a little bit yesterday, just to touch up on it again, Cam Newton does re-sign with the Carolina Panthers. He'll have a little coming home party. Not going to play this Sunday. Uh, I saw that Matt Rule already named P.J. Walker the starter, which – should be a no-duh statement. Like yep. You can't sign on Thursday and then just show up and play. I know it's his old team. It's a new coach. It's a new offense. He might uh, maybe is ready to go next week, but not this Sunday. So this is, you know, P.J. Walker. You got one shot. One, one opportunity. opportunity. I'm not going to keep going. Oh, I was going to say, go ahead. <laughs> but he does. Go ahead, and Eminem. I'm rooting for this guy, too. You're not Eminem. You're M and M. You're just M.M. Marshall Miller, Mellow Miller. Mm-hmm. Anyways, keep going. You just discovering that? No. I was going to let you have your moment of discovery. <laughs> I've already discovered it. I just okay. haven't been able to say it yet. Yeah. So, I've been uh, waiting I, for my opportunity. Mm-hmm. Did you capture it? I did not. Did you let it slip? I let it slip. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm rooting for P.J. Walker. I like him. I liked him at Temple. Uh, I remember playing NCAA 14 with this kid. Like, edited roster. Oh, I was going to say... How old is this guy? <laughs> no, updated <laughs> rosters. Do it every year. Even now, I still I have the 2021 rosters. I'm a nerd. Except for I did loan my PlayStation 4 to a friend. Why? So he could play NCAA 14. That's the kind of friend that I am. Which friend? Uh, Cole. Oh, okay. Great listener of the show. Mentions Very much. a couple times. He's like, man, I'd really like to play that game. It's like, yeah, you can do it. You can borrow it. I don't have time to play it. So it's fine. As long as he doesn't break it. Yeah. If it breaks it, then the friendship's over. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, that's where I draw the line. Yeah, but I, I want to see what PJ Walker can do. And I do think that there's maybe a little bit of added pressure to like, okay, this is my chance to prove it. Uh, you know, Sam Darnold is out. Cam Newton's in the facility already. I'm gonna have to go out and ball out. Like I can't just be good. I've got to be great on Sunday for the Panthers to, you know, make them give me this job to earn yeah. this job. But it will be exciting to see. With Cam Newton, uh, I'm sure that a lot of Panthers fans are very excited. 
to have him back. I mean, hopefully they're understanding that you're not going to get the old Cam Newton that you had before. Like, this isn't prime Cam. They're going to get the Cam Newton they had when he left. Yeah. (laughs) Or worse. (laughs) I mean, his body's breaking down. He can't throw the football anymore. Yeah. I heard, I don't, who was it this morning we were listening to? Was it Charles Barkley talking about uh, LeBron's body breaking down? Yeah. You're going to get these small injuries that are just nagging you all season. You're going to have to miss time because of it to focus on it. And so your body has extra time to recover. He's getting older. And I mean, he's exactly right, though. Yeah. You know, and I, I think it's been happening more frequently with Cam, and to a worse, uh, much, much worse than what's going on with LeBron, obviously. And it's a totally different game yeah. where you are still taking hits. And the thing with Cam is, like, yeah, he wasn't necessarily protected by the refs because he used to take a ton of shots, but at the same time, he kind of brought it upon himself because he was so physical running the football. Like, he was never scared to lower right. his shoulder right there in the goal line, you know, put the team on his back, he'd go and score, help lead them to a Super Bowl because of it. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, over like, over time, you keep taking those shots, your body's like, hey, man, we're not – we don't like this. Mm-hmm. Like, it looks great. Too old for this. Yeah. I don't know. I think he's maybe what is it? I am. But uh, Lethal Weapon, is that the movie? Mm-hmm. Getting too old for this shit. Yep. Great movies. Yeah, I'm surprised that you've seen them, honestly. Those I have. Uh, yeah. I do have a, a movie thing I need to admit, though. You know the movie is The Matrix? Uh-huh. I've never seen them. Never seen any of The Matrix movies? I actually didn't like them, so – I haven't seen them. I realized that this morning. I saw on Twitter that <laughs> they're like cast. I guess they're coming out with a new one, and there's a like cast members that they're putting out or like releasing. Mm-hmm. I was just like, man, I've not seen like any of these. Like, I know Keanu Reeves is in it. I found out today Wesley Snipes was in the movie as well. Uh, Wesley Snipes is in the Matrix. I guess so. That's what I saw on Twitter. I don't remember that. Okay. I again, I only saw him once, so I don't yeah. even. Like the them? only part I know is when they're bending backward, dodging bullets, uh-huh. and it's in slow-mo. I remember seeing that, and was like, I can freaking do that shit. <laughs> Let's see it. We're on YouTube now. Now my back hurts. <laughs> you, can't, you can't say that shit. Huh? Not a limbo guy. No, I, no I mean, I, I'm I the same kid, it. though, who watched freaking Space Jam and thought Michael Jordan can extend his arm all the way across the gym. Same shit. Oh. I'm in my freaking living room. <laughs> you thought that was real? Dude, I was like six. I, th- I was like, fuck, yeah, go ahead, Michael Jordan. It's like, this is incredible. He These stretches mos- his arm 30 fucking feet. Yes, he did more than that, half court, dog, and then said, I used to do that shit at my grandparents' house. They had a little basketball going. I'd just sit there and I'd reach and just stretch my arm, and then I would slowly just like move my body across. I believe then- there was a point in your life where you said you weren't gullible. And that you didn't believe everything that you saw or heard? I don't know when I ever said that because I believe in everything I every see here. I mean, thing. if it's on the internet, I have a hard time of seeing something and going to other people like, yeah, this is what I saw. And they're like, man, you just believe everything you see on the internet, don't you? And I was like, motherfucker, I said I saw it. I didn't say I believe it. I just said I saw it. You do. And I have you a really information in a way of like, man, I saw this and I, I like yeah. it. I believe it. I'm yeah. in on it. And some and the people react to it and they're like, dude, you're just so gullible. Like you're an idiot. And I was like, I it's did, probably all because I said things was, like Space Jam when you're like, I thought I could extend my arm. Like you know, this. I was six. Okay. I remember being six. Yeah, I have a seven-year-old, and she's not fucking stretching stuff to the trash can trying to drop it in. She must not have been watching Space Jam the amount of times I was. When I'm still, like, super hungover, though, I try that Jedi mind trick. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, my God, my water's all the way over there. uh, You probably don't, but Wizards of Waverly Place, Selena Gomez, that was a hit show when I was growing up. Plus, I just thought she was so hot. I mean, granted, she is. Mm -hmm. But How old was she in that show? 
We're the same age, I think, actually. That's not what I asked. She's a couple years older. I mean, I was like 13, 14. She's, mm-hmm. She was like 15 or 16 in the show. But the whole point of what I'm trying to say here, damn it, <laughs> is that like watching the show with my siblings, they were like they were trying to do spells or whatnot because they're like witches, and I got like really sick, like hallucinating, and I thought I had freaking magic powers because it was the last show I watched. I'm laying in my bed because one of the things they said is like you got to rhyme it. If you want to move something, you have to find a rhyme, and then it happens. So I'm sitting there trying to think of words, sick off my ass, that rhyme with water, and I'm just on the end of my bed. I remember this because I just like am waving my hand and like. Nothing happened. I hadn't even seen Harry Potter. Just straight Wizards of Waverly plays. Huh. This all happened because I admitted I haven't seen The Matrix. This is yeah. the rabbit holes we go there down. Was, I did see last night, and <laughs> uh, our buddy Adam Wagner was tweeting about it, too. That they're going to remake uh, Roadhouse. That they're talking about remaking the movie Roadhouse. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. That's a good one. Uh-huh. Patrick Swayze. Uh-huh. What's your favorite part? <laughs> uh, when he, Have you seen that movie? When he throws a guy out of the bar. Yeah, because that only happens once. I do love that movie, though. And it takes place. It. <laughs> I didn't think so. You should watch it before they remake it because it's probably going to suck if they remake it. But it takes place in what is like there was a Barstool article talking about how they're going to remake it. And in the article, they call it the fictional town of Jasper, Missouri. However, we know because we live near it, <laughs> yeah. there is a real Jasper, Missouri. It's nothing like the, the town yeah. in the movie, but there is an actual town called Jasper, Missouri that's about 15 minutes away from us, mm-hmm. where we're at. Uh, we used to play them in like high school sports and things like that, uh, but it was kind of a fictional I used to town. hate Jasper just because they were like a rival. There's mm-hmm. actually a lot of cool people from Jasper. <laughs> like The more people I meet from Jasper, like, man, you're so much cooler than the people in Liberal. You realize that you as guys. you grow up, except there's still a yeah. couple rivals where I'm like, I don't even like to go through that town anymore. Like but Lockwood? <laughs> a lot of cool people from Lockwood, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm excited about the potential for a Roadhouse reboot, just because I loved that movie growing up. Yeah, watched it way too young. Like there, it's all sex and violence. That's made me into the man that I am <laughs> today. Uh, uh, also, big news: OBJ uh, signs. Odell yeah. Beckham signs with the Rams last night. This one came out of nowhere. And I do want to say, like, we attack, like, some of these guys all the time that are, like, the the news breakers of the world, the Adam Schefters, the uh, Rappapores, all mm-hmm. of them. And I think it might have been Rappapore last night that it was, like, two minutes before the news actually broke. He reported that it was, like, coming down to the Packers and the Chiefs, maybe. Mm-hmm. And then two minutes later, it's like, nope. Sign it with the Rams. <laughs> and then it was like Sorry, right after <laughs> that was announced, the Rams put out like an article or something on their website. And then more news comes out. He's like, he's actually still on the fence. He hasn't made a decision. It's between mm-hmm. the Rams and the Packers. So then the Rams took it off their website. A couple snip, more snap, minutes snip, go snap. back. And they put it back up. And it's like, okay, he's officially a Ram. And then he's on Von Miller's store. And they're like, let's go win a Super Bowl. She's like, man. Fuck the Rams. Oh yeah, you were uh, you were all excited about this yesterday. I was just it just I kind of forgot about that honestly. I, you I were all understand. in on the Chiefs. I I kind of just talked myself into it in a way where I was like, man, like it kind of makes sense on they could actually use someone that they can rely on in terms of a receiver. Uh-huh. And if we go back to the offseason, they tried to get Juju Smith-Schuster, and he decided to go back to Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. How's that working out for you? Well, you're injured, so it probably would happen to Kansas City too. <laughs> but it's like. If you have an opportunity for the Chiefs to go get a guy like Odell, who can be a reliable receiver, 
when he's not injured, which hopefully he can stay healthy for the Rams because, of course, they're going to need that and want that, especially with Matthew Stafford. And I'm happy for him. But it's like for the Rams, like how do you continue to do this? Like you've got so much money elsewhere. Well, you a have lot of people. no draft picks, and now you're able to offer him a one-year deal worth up to four point two five million dollars. He a, gets a, a five hundred thousand signing that bonus. LeBron had a lot to do with it. You're to, kidding. To bring him, yeah, to L.A. Right? There's apparently some kind of a friendship there, and that he wanted to be in L.A. where the money is, where it's nice outside. He yeah. wanted to get a lot of targets. And I mean, I don't know if he's going to get a lot of targets. I don't know if he's going to either. I feel bad for Cooper Cup. I don't. I feel bad for Odell Beckham. Now he's going to have to sit on the sidelines while Cooper Cup tears it up. (laughs) And that's what I think is going to happen. I don't know. Maybe I'm just one of those guys. I'm like a, I'm a Bill Belichick type. You You know, prove it to me. I just, I I know that eventually everyone's going to suck. Father time will catch up. So I'm a, I'm going to jump off the bandwagon first. There's so many people that are still thinking. Odo Beckham can be what he was with the Giants. Yeah, and this is what and I've he talked hasn't to my been good about, with the Browns. So this is what I've talked to my buddies about off air, of course, and just mainly text messages. Because we're not buddies. Nope. Well, we don't text outside of this because we see each other all every freaking day, yeah. pretty much majority of the day. Okay. Which is not a bad thing. Whatever at all. helps you sleep. At night. Love you. Anywho, the thing with Odell is like this narrative is coming where he like demands targets and he wants his targets. I don't think that's become the issue for him. I think he just wants. One, downfield targets, and two, accurate targets. And that's not something he's had. Because when he had Eli, it got to the point where Eli was at the end of his career. He couldn't really throw the ball down the field. So all Odell was running was come back and slant, and that was it. And then he goes to Cleveland, struggling to stay healthy, which we clearly know. And then his downfield targets at times are inaccurate to where if he does make the catch, it's an incredible one where he's reaching out for it. And then he doesn't get to make anything happen afterwards or if he's running slants and going across the middle of the field, he's getting his ass tore up because he just has to extend for it, and he's been put in harm's way due to Baker. I think that's become his issue. And so then it's like if you look at it with Green Bay and Kansas City, it's there's a quarterback that we know can be accurate, can target you downfield, and allow you to do something after the catch. You go to L.A., yeah, you're going to get that with Matthew Stafford, but we're seeing Cooper Cup have a tremendous year. Robert Woods is kind of already upset that he's not getting his targets. Mm-hmm. And then to my whole point with Odell, it's like, is he even going to get those opportunities now in L.A.? Well, and the guy that they just released, Deshaun Jackson, mm-hmm. was unhappy with his amount of targets. Yeah. And I think that that is more of the role that Odell Beckham's going to take on. I I don't think he's replacing Robert Woods halfway through the season. I don't. I know he's not going to replace Cooper Cup. No. He, I mean, he is doing historic things right now. So I think that he's going to come in and he's going to be the third target. And even if Odell, like in Cleveland, maybe some of the passes were inaccurate and he was okay with the amount he was targeted, he just wanted accuracy, uh, we'll we'll see what happens once he's not targeted. Yeah. Because right? I it still can be a very big distraction. That's why yesterday when he signed with the Rams, as a Chiefs fan, I didn't care. And I know a lot of uh, – I saw some tweets over like, how can this be a negative? I, I think it can be a negative off the field uh, because if he does get unhappy, we've seen him you know, go off before, even in New York with the, like you said yesterday, with the field goal and mm-hmm. you know, kicking the field goal net and things like that, not being happy with it. That's a distraction. And with Matt Stafford, I, he's probably established enough in that locker room, but this, this is his first year there. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, guys like Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, how are they going to feel? Um if Odell Beckham starts stealing their targets even. 
or vice versa. If Odell Beckham's not getting targeted, or I just I wouldn't give him a lot of money in this situation. Uh, if you're the Rams, like you're not paying him a lot anyway, so it really yeah. doesn't matter. And the, it's a one year thing. He so. got a five hundred thousand dollars signing bonus. He's getting a seven hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar, I think, like workout like bonus. a roster bonus. Yeah, um, and then the other three million is just incentives on how they do the rest of the regular season and into the postseason. Uh, that's team based, so that's good for him. Mm-hmm. But the, here's another thing: is he gonna be distracted in LA, like with the off field stuff? With, yeah, like with like more if that was that much of, of a LA. yeah. Whereas, like, if that was that much of an influence on going to L.A., is your mindset football? And that's something that a lot of people have questioned with Odell for a while now. Does he right. want to be a football player, or does he just like the attention he gets being one? Mm-hmm. And then the other thing, this is just kind of crazy talk here, did he pick them because he would get to be number 13 still? Because <laughs> he wouldn't have had it in KC, he wouldn't have had it in New Orleans, and he wouldn't have had it in Green Bay. Yeah. Now you go to L.A. I would doubt that would play into it, but I Boy, don't know. if it does, if I hear that, I'm going to be like, mm. Why? Damn you, Brian Pringle. Well, I Just was, kidding. Uh, what's your thought process on this one? Because I am a Chiefs fan as well, mm-hmm. and I follow a lot of Chiefs, writers and fans as well. Brett Veach was getting dragged through the mud yesterday. Yeah. A lot of people very pissed off at him, and I— like, people are even starting to realize with Veach that, like, okay, he didn't hit on this pick. That wasn't his. That pick wasn't his. And he gets credit for the Mahomes pick. It was yeah. Dorsey's pick still. Yeah, Dorsey had to make the call, trade mm-hmm. negotiations, actually trade up and make the pick right. and everything like that. And like Even like you said earlier, but guys like Juju Smith-Schuster, it's like, okay, we couldn't sign him. Mm-hmm. Couldn't sign this guy. Let him get away in free agency. So a lot of people not happy with old Brett Veach, the Chiefs GM. And I'm kind of understanding with it. And I want people, I want reporters to ask him, I think he's supposed to meet with the media maybe today, but I want people to ask him, hey, why are we missing on players like this? Is it money? Is it just the fact that you don't think he's a good fit in the offense anymore? Or do you think the offense has kind of reached a point where everyone's now getting in sync? Mahomes has been struggling lately. We know that. Defense has been able to kind of capitalize on the mistakes. It's taken the offensive line a little bit to kind of get cohesive and be good, which they were the last couple of weeks. I think Orlando Brown Jr. was the best rated tackle last week in the NFL, which is awesome. I think if you're looking at PFF um, and how much you want to rely on that. But that's still like that's one of those deals where things are going in the right direction for Kansas City offensively. Do you want to bring in a guy like Odell and just now have to start from scratch when you're not even getting Josh Gordon in the mix? Like That's my question with Brett Veach. It's like, is that your mindset? Is that why? Or can you just not close on some of these free agents? Because you missed on Trent Williams as well. That was a left tackle that they went after. Yeah. And it was like, well, actually, we're not going to pay this guy north of $25 million. Like he just He's 32 years old. There's no need for it, which thank God they didn't. Because if Orlando Brown can come in and this one-year deal and be good enough, and then you can maybe get him at somewhat of a discount because I don't think he's going to get top dollar unless he just plays tremendous the rest of the season. You don't think but or you it hope? Is, I don't know. I think he's going to get top dollar. It probably is because you're going to – I mean, they're losing on a lot of money this year. Like, there's a lot of guys that will be leaving that have a huge chunk of change right now on the mm-hmm. team. But back to the whole point, though, is do, how can you as Brett Veach – is it just – do you not want the players because you think it's going to disrupt things or can you just not close? Because it's hard to look at the Chiefs and say, you have Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. He's the best one in the league. You have Tyreek Hill who's going to get attention. You have Travis Kelsey who's getting attention. You're gonna eat on the backside. Mm-hmm. Just get open well, and don't and drop like the, the freaking ball. Like that's uh, you know a counterpoint to like with the Chiefs. I question: Does he want to go there and be the third target? 
well, he's doing it with the Rams. Yeah. So clearly that wasn't part of it. He's not getting paid a lot of money, so that wasn't part of it. Yeah. Either, but it is. It is kind of weird. I know a lot of Chiefs fans out there kind of expected that a lot of these free agents would do what's happening in Tampa Bay or now with the Rams, where it's yeah. like, okay, I'm latching onto that. I want to go win a, ring. a Super Bowl, but it's just not really happening with Kansas City. It's you know, it's guys like Melvin Ingram who, whatever, <laughs> we'll see what happens you with You better him. keep playing like you did last week, that's yeah, for sure. but it's not those uh, big-name guys that they're well, – The hitting. other thing that's tough is just the amount that you – the amount of times that we've heard the Chiefs are in on this free agent. Yeah. It's come down between the Chiefs and some other team. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's just like, oh, you want somewhere else. Which is a joke, a but guy, also at the same time, like they are rumored in a lot of trades nationally. I mean, LaShawn McCoy, you know, uh, Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. Who else was it last year? Was it, was it Le'Veon? Last year was Le'Veon Bell. I feel like there might have been a defensive player, too, that was on the mix. But it doesn't matter at this point. But then this year, Josh Gordon, you get him. Melvin Ingram, you get him. And then the offseason, it was all just – Offensive line, Trent Williams, Juju Smith-Schuster, now Odell. And it's like these are the big names where you see and hear. It's like that actually be kind of nice to have that guy. Yeah. Like especially Juju right now, a healthy Juju. If they can get him in the offseason, I will be absolutely ecstatic. That was one where I thought he would fit in very well. Yes. It, the fact that like everybody was even talking about it this week, the Chiefs need to go get that Sammy Watkins type receiver. And I think Juju would have been a perfect fit 100%. in this offense. And let's mention some of our great sponsors, too, at Miners and Monroe. I'm still thinking about that great tailgate that we had with them. Can't wait to do that again um, at Pitt State. Wonderful tailgate. But in the meantime, check out minersandmonroe.com. Use code MikeDup10. Save yourself 10% off at Miners and Monroe, uh, where I got this beautiful flannel that I'm wearing today. Yeah, uh, I didn't get mine from there, which is kind of sad. But next up, Gunspot. Be sure to visit them at Gunspot.com. That is the website for all your gun, ammunition, and accessory needs. Again, it's not a matter if, it's a matter of when. Be sure you're in a position to save, or excuse me, protect you and your family. Potentially save them as well. Again, that is Gunspot.com. Last night, I'm dog-sitting. You know this. Mm -hmm. I'm dog-sitting. People probably synced it on my Instagram if you're following there. Took the dog out to the backyard and heard something near my fence line. I don't live in, like, the country, but I don't live, like, in town either. Yeah. Um, Which maybe doesn't make any sense to our listeners. But I heard something rustling around by the back of my fence. It was dark because the sun goes down at, like, 4.30 now. Yep. This was, like, 9.30 at night. It was a fucking deer in my backyard. In your backyard? Do you know how, what a deer sounds like in your backyard when it's rustling around by a fence? It sounds like a human. <laughs> and boy, was <laughs> I ready to defend myself. And this dog, he's the sweetest dog in the world, was no help. No help. He what, was behind me. It's like, what? It, your purpose is to help yeah. me with this situation, <laughs> and you're behind me right now? But it was a giant deer. This is not the first time I've had a deer in my backyard, but... Did you see, was it a doe or a buck? Or? I couldn't tell. It was too dark, but it was Damn. big. Man, you got a buck roaming in your backyard? <laughs> yeah, I just hump, hopped right over the fence, <laughs> and I'm like, holy shit, that was a deer. How about that? Shoot it, and when the cops come, be like, hey, man, 
trying to break in. Just self defense. Yeah, <laughs> yes. stand my own ground or whatever. I don't know. I just, Aren't you I, scared of no deer? I thought I could. It's like that old Chappelle skit, like one of his original ones when uh-huh. he's driving with his white friend. <laughs> he's like, "I'm sorry, officer. I didn't know I couldn't do that." <laughs> like that's my defense in this situation. I didn't know I couldn't just shoot a deer that was in my backyard with a freaking shotgun. <laughs> surprised me (laughs) yeah Yeah, but uh definitely check out some of the great sponsors that we have miners and monroe but also gunspot i'm really getting an itch to hunt Uh, you you've been talking about it for a minute now i think it's this it's coming up it's tomorrow is is rifle season tomorrow i can't do a bow there's no way in hell i could shoot a bow yeah you could you probably really good at it yeah i bet you'd be really good at it you say that with a lot of confidence i do maybe i should believe you but yeah I, I just don't think that I could. I've only touched a bow like two times in my life. So. I just, I, <laughs> I'm not one of those guys, no offense, that just like thinks I can be good at something. No offense. <laughs> yeah, the, the fact that you had to say no offense makes it fucking offensive. <laughs> <laughs> right. Remember, I'm saying with all due respect. Uh, yeah. I don't know. There's only one way to find tomorrow. out, though. So uh, maybe, maybe. I've been friending people on Facebook who I know hunt. <laughs> so maybe maybe this year, maybe next year. By next year, I'm going to go hunting at least. Once. So you've been able to shoot with our, you've been able to go deer hunting with archery since September 15th. Mm-hmm. Firearms and alternative methods. Uh, is alternative a, methods? Like if you want to use it. What's that? Actually, I don't know. <laughs> and chase it down and stab it with a knife? That should be all season. There's, there's no season for Dude, stab you know a deer with a knife. how hard it would be to kill a deer with a knife? Yeah, yeah, that's why there should not be a season for yeah. it. <laughs> that's whatever you want to do it. Ugh. You get 10 days to hunt with a firearm, 13th through the 23rd. Yeah. Okay. Well, you said right up until Thanksgiving, year. you're done. Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe next year. What actually, do you mean? You could do it. Uh, the hunting that I would really like to do is duck you know, Let's go real back. Let's go back real quick to the, I don't just think I could do something <laughs> and be good at it. Uh-huh. I think you could. That's Thank the you. trust I have in you. <laughs> Thank you. That's I, the trust I, I like to have in myself until I do it and go, <laughs> Oh, I, I could run a 4-7. I was wrong. <laughs> I could still remember the look on your face when you said that. <laughs> really? Just the 100% certainty of, oh, yeah, I could run 4-7. <laughs> it would be like me saying, like, oh, yeah, I had a hot dog for lunch. Like, I know it. I know what I had. I, yeah, I can do Dude, that. Dude, <laughs> because my ass hopped off a couch and marked off 40 yards, or what I thought was 40 yards, across seven tennis courts and was like, I fucking ran a 5-2. I didn't even worked out. The only workout I do is chest. I'm going to knock a week. half a second off of yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> Like, fuck, if I train for this, get my start down, I'm set. <laughs> NFL, look out. I'm coming in high. Uh-huh. And I, I had to talk you off the ledge on that one and be like, hey, let's start with like a five. I was like, let's, you know, let's that's get fair. A five. That's fair. Mm-hmm. And that was when I thought you ran a 5 2 40. <laughs> we really looked back. I was a 36 yard dash. <laughs> I don't even know if it was 36. I mean, come on. It's probably 35. Yeah. I mean, I've seen what you've run. I know. Yeah. No, 5 5. Mm-hmm. 5 5 yeah. 6. But still. People hate on it, and I always say, "Yeah, go on and do it." Which I appreciate very much. So nope. don't like, talk this guy's shit. Slower than shit. Like, don't hey, talk shit until I've seen your measurement and your run. Mm-hmm. Not just, oh, here, look at me run. I'm gonna record myself running for ten yards and then be like, four four. <laughs> <laughs> Check it out, four four. My split, man. My split was a one two. <laughs> yeah, I got all oh, video messed up at the beginning, but here's the end. Yeah, <laughs> bullshit. Uh, a lot of people want to talk shit. Not a lot of people want to put their results out there on social media. So I, I think you're fast. Like for a normal person, 
who is your size. Not a lot of people moving like you do. I don't know if you're being genuine or not. I'm being dead serious. I appreciate that. Uh, go find other guys your size that can run me a 5'5", five five, especially in this area. There are not many of them. There are not many guys smaller than you that can run a 5'5 five five in this area. You might be right. There's a lot of, oh, I used to run a 4'6 in high school, guys. Bullshit. <laughs> no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Now, maybe there's some, but still. Find me, find me some guys that can run a 5'5". Five five around here and i'm not talking about our listeners who used to run track you can fuck off yeah no one cares about your oh my buddy yeah our guy hates <laughs> gonna listen to this and be like yo dude, i'll go freaking run a sub five right now he tells me that all i'll the call time. him out though and he's gotta do it that's what i tell him i'm like then do it because <laughs> uh-huh. i'm all because i hit him with the dude i really don't think you could like no disrespect 40 yards is right a lot now. further than you think it is. It's hard to throw a football 40 yards right now. We uh-huh. tried to do it out there, and I about threw my fucking arm out of the soccer. It, it's I, Once you stop running and you're not doing it anymore, it's very hard to get that back. Like, right now, my right ankle kind of hurts, <laughs> and the thought of even trying to sprint is bad because my Achilles uh-huh. is like, hey, bub, <laughs> we're trying to send you signals. And as you stop. get older, another thing that really you lose quickly is your ability to jump. So that I'm – I've actually been kind of fine with that. Yeah, I can You're still, still grab, pretty young, though. I can grab the rim. 26. Yeah. For me, uh, it was... Speaking of that, my legs... I'm, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> I can still jump a little bit. It's the landing that gets me. It's like, that now when I land, my feet hurt. <laughs> that's a big worry. Like, I did that alumni volleyball tournament a couple of weeks ago, and uh, it sounded stupid when I said it, because I, I was like, man, I kind of forgot, like, how much jumping, like, was involved here. <laughs> it did here. sound stupid when you said it. But, like, I had meant in terms of, like continually doing it like in basketball like you running down the court and then you jump when you shoot it to get a rebound mm-hmm. but like volleyball you're jumping the entire fucking time yeah and it was like this is a lot of awkward landings or like not knowing where anybody else is on the court i now understand why girls are always twisting their ankles because some of them girls just come fucking flying in don't know how to communicate you'd be surprised by that you put them in a sport they just forget how to talk you get them in a room with you and her and they don't shut up that sounds like a personal problem. Oh, it was so frustrating. I was just like, get out of the way. I'm 275 pounds trying to land, and your ass is like. I talking, saying about you. What? Hey, big guy. I got it here. No, they Watch don't. Out. I'm already here. <laughs> Southpaw, left hand, spike that shit. Uh-huh. Anyway. Out of let's, bounds. <laughs> let's get into some football games. That's what we do here on Fridays. Uh, we look at the NFL schedule, pick games against the spread. And the first game on the early slate is Falcons at Cowboys. The Falcons, I'll say, uh, they've been playing better than I thought they would this year. They're 4-4, four and four, but that as is of late, better than I thought yeah. they would be. Uh, but they have, even as of late, like last week, they beat the Saints. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of their other wins actually kind of suck. So maybe I'll <laughs> yeah, no, we look at it. Now Miami, New York Jets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you should beat those teams. Things are going to fall apart for the Falcons. Don't get your hopes up. But Spread the against same, the Cowboys. At the same points. time to them in the NFC South, that second place is wide open. Yeah, nobody nobody wants to claim it. If the Falcons want it, Matt Ryan had a hell of a game last week. I don't know. Loved if we, it in terms of fantasy, sitting right on my bench. I don't know if we give Tom Brady enough credit for like his ability to see into the future and be like, wait a second, Drew Brees is about to retire. The Falcons actually suck. The Panthers are in not a good situation. Yeah, I'll go to Tampa Bay. And that's an easy, you know, way to the Super Bowl. And now they're just they're dominating that division. It's Green not even Bay, close. they can't find a way to the Super Bowl. They find a way to choke. Cowboys, yeah. same thing. He's looking at the NFC like, oh shit, yeah, I can beat them. Oh, y'all think the 49ers are good? No, and then he I'm looks at the AFC there. and goes, Mahomes, Jackson, Allen, mm-hmm. Baker. 
Yeah. Maybe I should say the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> the Browns. But, yeah. Uh, but, yes, back to this game. Falcons, Cowboys. Cowboys a nine-point favorite. Like I said, I'm kind of surprised at that just because they did get their ass whipped last week by at the Broncos. Home. So, I think the Cowboys are going to win this game. I, I think it's almost like a redemption game. Uh, you know, maybe you got checked last week and now you're refocused. But I will say, I think the Falcons are going to cover the nine points. Not that I think it'll be a close game, but I think they can cover those nine points. Maybe it's even a seven or six point loss, but I think the Cowboys win. I'm going full on the redemption part here where they're pissed. Like, they're embarrassed. You're a big redemption guy. I very much am. Well, I mean, you got to be. <laughs> if you're not after the way you played last week and got smacked at home against the Broncos. Then you need uh, Coach Who Bo just Davis traded away. you on the bus. Exactly. After you traded away Von Miller and that defense was still able to just disrupt Dak and make him uncomfortable and then win that game very easily, it's going to be hard for the Atlanta to come in who just had a tough fought game the last two weeks against Carolina where they lost and then New Orleans where they were able to win, it's going to be hard to come into Dallas and do it. I'm yeah. taking Cowboys to win. Again, the spread, it does kind of worry me, it's but I'm one, taking nine. Dallas. Okay, and they're going to cover? Yep. All righty, next game, uh, Saints at Titans. The Saints, in my mind, maybe I'm just weird, they're still like the Drew Brees-led Titans, or the Saints. Anytime I see their name, I'm like, ooh, we got a good game here. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if we do. I don't know if the Saints are good. No offense. I think even Saints fans know, like, yeah, I get it. We're not the team that we <laughs> used to be. I still think they can be good. They're sitting there. They're 5-3 and three on the year. The Titans, only a three-point favorite in this one. So I'm going to take the Titans to cover uh, and win, obviously. I still think that they're really good. This defense is not getting enough attention. For the New Orleans, or sorry, for the Tennessee Titans, yeah. I I think they can be really good, and I I watched them last week beat the Rams without Derrick Henry, so I'm I'm all in on this Titans team right now. They're seven and two on the season, three point favorites. I'll take them. Uh, I I think this is a, an emerging team that might even like figure out how to play without Derrick Henry, but that defense is still very good right now. Yeah, I mean that's where all the credit needs to be given, and props to Mike Vrabel for being able to move on from some of your older defensive players that you did this offseason. And the young guys are stepping up and making plays. And the fact that you can get a pass rush, I know we talked about it earlier in the week, if you can get a pass rush with just four guys, right? that's tremendous. And you love that. And, and so their now, secondary is really good too. And now if you're the Titans offense and Ryan Tannehill, all you got to do is just not turn the ball over. Because mm -hmm. your defense is going to give it back to you, whether it's a turnover or you know a three and out or eventually make force a punt. Just don't turn the ball over. Keep it in the game. You're going to be fine. And plus, it's going to be a beautiful 56-degree day in Nashville. I already missed that city. I'm looking at the picture of the stadium right now. It's about as high up where we sat. I know. It's like, that looks exactly like the picture we all took <laughs> yeah. and put on our Instagram. Tremendous. Tennessee time. favored by three, though. I'm taking it. It's just hard to, especially when you look at um, New Orleans right now. And you don't have Jameis. Is Trevor yeah. Simeon the quarterback? Is Taysom Hill the quarterback? I feel like that was been a discussion the last couple of days, and mm -hmm. we're just unsure. So we'll see what New Orleans looks like moving forward. This might be the week where they go, yeah, Taysom Hill's the guy. We're going with it. But right now, I'm taking Tennessee, even without Derrick Henry. Yeah, next game, the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Indianapolis Colts. Colts are favored by 10.5 in this game. Uh, this is your guy, Carson Wentz. The Jaguars, they've been bad all year, but they beat Buffalo last week. <laughs> that didn't get talked about enough. It's that damn Manning curse. Uh, we talked about it a little bit here on this show, man. I'm full believer in it. Full believer in it. I think that the Colts win this game. I do wonder if the Jaguars cover, though. 
or if this is just me being recency bias here with, <laughs> man, you just beat Buffalo, like maybe you're going to get things clicking. And I don't think the Colts are that good. I don't think the Colts are like 10-point favorites. They like they almost let the Jets come back in that game. Let's remember that one from last week too. Yeah. Last Thursday night, the Jets almost came back and almost covered the spread in that <laughs> one. So what I'm going to do is I will take the Colts to win. I will take the Jaguars to cover the 10.5. So I'm really just looking at the total yards that Indianapolis usually gets, which is about 384, and the Jaguars' defense is allowing 390. Mm-hmm. That right there just separates the fact of the Colts are also scoring 27 points a game, the Jaguars are allowing 26, and they're only able to score 16. That right there is that 10-point spread that I'm going to roll with. So I am going to actually take Indianapolis with the spread and to win the football game, of course. It's raining, but it will be in Lucas Oil, so I'm sure that it will have the roof closed. dome. And that one, so that won't even be a difference. Uh, next game, pretty good one, nice little AFC matchup. The Cleveland Browns versus the New England Patriots, both teams sitting at 5-4 and four on the season. I do feel like both teams are still pretty good. I, I know we're looking at that record, and it's like, okay, you're both right at 500 or close to it. The Patriots are the 2.5-point favorite, the home team. As we know in the NFL, usually you get about three points mm-hmm. for the home team. I do think it's going to be tough to play in New England, and I, I wonder about this Browns team. They've just been so inconsistent. Where like you, their offense looks terrible against the Steelers, and they can't score points. And then they come out and blow out the Bengals. So it's like, what are you? Are are you good? Are you bad? I think this is going to be uh, like get back on track game. I'm going to take the Browns to win on the road. We saw a lot of underdogs win last week in the NFL, so I'm going to take the the Browns to cover in this one. I I think they can beat the Patriots. I think Baker Mayfield. Without those distractions this week even, I think he's going to be better. And I, I hope Nick Chubb gets to play. But remember, uh, they are being uh, affected by COVID right now. And I haven't heard any news. Uh, last I knew it sounded like Chubb was going to be out. Kareem Hunt still injured. I have faith in Dearness Johnson, though. <laughs> yeah. So, like, uh, if I'm a Browns fan, I, like, I would love to have Nick Chubb in there. But I don't think it's the end of the world if he's not in there. So, I'm taking the Browns to cover. Yep. Um. I kind of, I think I'm right there with you. My only worry, though, is that the Patriots are playing well. And mm-hmm. granted, they beat the Jets in Carolina lately, and I think we're all on the same realization that Carolina is just not as good as what we thought they might be this season, mainly talking to myself there. But the oh, fact that you were able to beat the Chargers is like – that's a good sign there. And when you are Cincinnati – I mean, not Cincinnati, excuse me, Cleveland, like you mentioned, we don't know who you are because you barely beat Denver, you lose Pittsburgh without scoring, and you blow out Cincinnati. And now it's a situation of you play – the Patriots, whose defense kind of looks like it's coming together. The offense is looking a little bit more – what's the word I'm looking for? Like Together. The chemistry's there. Thank you. That's the word. I wanted to say – You like, just said thank you to yourself. <laughs> I did. <laughs> what an idiot. Uh, Quinn and Williams. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that word I'm looking for? Chemistry. Yes, yeah. thank you. Oh, to myself. Fucking A. <laughs> I'm taking Cleveland. Let's move on to the next game. Oh, are you sure? Uh, yeah. Am I included in this, or do you get to just <laughs> roll in solo? Maybe we should do that one time. What? We just go split personality show. It's only one of us, but you take on both roles. <laughs> <laughs> that actually would be good. It'd be creative. It'd I be would be very like confusing to see you. as a podcast. <laughs> Uh, on YouTube? I just want you to mock are. me right now. Go ahead. Uh, you no. do this next game. Nope, I'm do good. Both. I, I make fun of you enough. I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> uh, Bills at Jets. 
Do we really need to talk about it? <laughs> it's the Bills. They're favored by Mike, 12 points. Mike White. <laughs> yeah. We did talk about this a little bit earlier in the week. It will be exciting to see Mike White against a real defense. And, like, there was a lot of hype. I'm kind of – I think I'm buying into the story more than I am the actual, like, hype and production of the player. I want to see him be good. Yeah. He I'm wasn't bad before for that he chaos. dealt with that forearm injury last week. Yeah. So, to see him against the Bills, who are coming off an embarrassing loss <laughs> – I, I just think the Bills are going to get it back on track. They're, they're known to blow out teams, these bad teams. I think that they overlooked Jacksonville. That's like your typical, like you'll get one of those every once in a while. That was the trap game. That's your bad loss. That's your, you know, oh shit, we have to take everyone serious in the NFL. Yeah. And so I, I think they, they refocus. And because of that, I think they're going to put it on the Jets. I, I think that they cover the 12 points on the road. It's going to be hard not to. I. I want to believe the Mike White. Like, I've fully bought mm-hmm. into a Shocker. You Mike. buying into a, a quarterback? I mean, just wouldn't. Mike White. What quarterbacks do you not like? Uh, well, I've come around to Lamar Jackson, I was actually. going to say, like, the one quarterback that I can remember you, like, talking shit on, you've kind of come around on. And he didn't even play that well last night. <laughs> no. This <laughs> is a big country curse. Is that what's wrong with Patrick Mahomes? Stop. <laughs> is, it, is it you? Don't don't put is that on you? me. Teddy Bridgewater, not really a fan of him. Yeah, the the gloves. Jalen Hurts. Jared Goff. I never really liked Jared Goff. Yeah. Can't stand the dude. What an idiot. Because you don't know where the Carson fucking wins. sun rises. Yeah. Like pff, idiot. And Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Yep. Those would be the There's probably a lot that I just I don't really root for. Taysom Hill, for. I'm annoyed with. Like figured out what position do you play? I'm a I like with Taysom Hill. I don't like him as like the quarterback. Yeah, like when people Mr. start Utility, talking about that's cool. Mm-hmm, like even when Sean Payton was like, "No, he's our future at quarterback or whatever." It's like, no, he's not. Like we know what he is. Mm. Use him in that role. That I like. That's fun. That's exciting. Yep. Don't try to sell me on him as a quarterback though. But uh, yeah, you are you're definitely a Mike White guy. I too. am gonna take Buffalo though, but mm-hmm. I'm only taking Buffalo because I want to be right. I am rooting for Mike White and the Jets. So I would agree with that. I'm rooting for Mike White to play well. I, I don't. I'm not rooting for the Jets because I just don't like them. But I, it's so a home I, I even you know, I want to see Buffalo win. I want to see him cover because I want to be right. But also I want to see Mike White play well. Like maybe like he throws two interceptions, but it's because a receiver dropped a ball. Yeah. <laughs> or you know something like that. Or it's a shootout where Buffalo wins like forty to thirty. Or I guess it'd have to be like 42 to 28. I'm like, oh, God, Mike White played well. <laughs> yeah. If they had a running game or an offensive line, they would have worked. And that's the thing with them. Like, Michael Carter's kind of stepped up and been a reliable mm-hmm. running back, running and receiving. Elijah Moore yeah, has stepped up. Really yep. good last week, too. There are things to be positive with the Jets. Um, not so positive on this one, though. The Detroit Lions, 0-8, uh, they look very, very bad. They are facing the Pittsburgh Steelers at home in Pittsburgh. Uh, Steelers, an eight-point favorite. In this one, the Steelers are another team that does kind of concern me, though. Um, I was I was kind of right there with you uh, be in the beginning of the season mm-hmm. when you thought they would be pretty bad. I still don't know that they're very good. I mean, they beat Cleveland. They beat Chicago recently. They beat Seattle. But, I mean, even when you go back and you look at some of those wins, you beat Seattle without Russell Wilson. You beat Cleveland when they were going through all that Odell Beckham yeah, and the injuries and being sick. and Yep, the Chicago Bears, you beat by two. You let God them back in that game. Yep. And they're and not good. If it wasn't for the refs, Chicago probably wins that game. Like, yeah, honestly. True. 
True. Like, Justin yeah. Fields looked fine throughout that game. Yeah. And, like, even going further back, you beat Denver. Denver sucks. There's a chance of snow in this game. I know. I'm looking I, at Did that. you see me squint at I it? Did. Like, oh, my God. I saw you about to put your face That's your a computer. start. <laughs> that's, that's exciting. I like the snow, and I'm ready for it. Let's go on a weird tangent here, too. I'm putting my Christmas tree up this weekend. Really? I am. I don't know what it I is. I thought about it. I need to go buy ornaments. I have been called a Scrooge before. I have. Last year, people were doing it. I was like, no, I like Christmas. I just like Thanksgiving a lot, too. I'm excited about Christmas this year. I am, too, and I don't know why. I've been... I listened to some Christmas music already. What? <laughs> Fuck yeah, I broke out why? the Mariah Carey. <laughs> well, where was I? <laughs> I had my earbuds in the oh, other day. Oh, <laughs> I was like, motherfucker, you asked me to pick up Dr. Pepper so I waste more time and you can fucking play Mariah Carey? <laughs> yeah, no, it was... Uh, <laughs> in the headphones. Was this yesterday when you were decorating our backdrop? Which, by the way, looks, looks for It's coming along nicely. Look at that. It's nice that we have a camera that we can actually look at. And it's like people were only I recording us. I don't either. My buddy was talking to me the other day. He's like, you know, it's kind of different to watch you guys and you don't even interact with the camera. And I was just like, I mean, do you want us to just sit here and stare at it the whole time? Uh-huh. This, I feel weird. And so if you do, we'll do see, if you have been watching the YouTube, one, thank you very much because the video editing have been self teaching. It's been a little <laughs> difficult, real pain in the ass. That, as but I said the other day, it's a work in progress. If We're you do see me out. staring at the camera, it's making sure that it's still recording and the memory card hasn't filled up because <laughs> them just, they decide to fill up them real just, quickly. <laughs> you about went country. I did. They just don't real piss me off. <laughs> but uh, back to this Lions yeah, Pittsburgh Lions game. Steelers. I've I, taken I, the Steelers. I'm going to as well. And I want to see the Lions win a game because I feel bad for that fan base. They're also just, I'm sorry. I feel bad for you. You're a terrible organization. <laughs> like, if we're going to retract a football team, it should probably be the Lions and the Jets. Those are just really bad teams. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going to take the Steelers. I don't think that the Steelers are very good either. I think this is maybe a, a really good game for Najee Harris, though. He's been pretty productive. He's catching the ball well. But he's like his yards per attempt are not great. I think this is a game where we could see him uh, really break out just because that Lions – I don't even want to say that Lions defense. It's that whole Lions team. Like, their offense can't go on drives, so they're giving the ball back to the opposing team, and their defense can't stop anybody. So it's just there's not a lot to be happy about in Detroit right now. And you're going to Pittsburgh. It's going to be snowy. It's going to be cold. It's going to be wet. They're going to run the football a lot. That takes the ball out of Ben Roethlisberger's hands, which I think plays right into what they want to do and what they need to do. So I'll take Pittsburgh in this one as well. Yeah, and I'm right there with you. If, if it wasn't for the weather, I might consider Detroit more. Uh, but if this is a, in Detroit, I might. This is a perfect game for Najee Harris to just tear it up on the ground, like he has been already this year. So it's going to be hard for him not to tear this game up unless he gets hurt that he doesn't. Don't, don't put that but angle on him. He's been having a good season. He played good last week as well. So they don't win that game without Najee. So I'm definitely taking Pittsburgh to cover this by eight. Let's get to our next games, but first – Let's mention those great sponsors that we have. Club 609 right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri. My favorite bar with some of my favorite appetizers in all of the world. Two-for-one drink specials and a happy hour on uh, Monday through Friday. It's 2 p.m. until 8 p.m. And on Saturdays, home of the all-day happy hour, 11 a.m. until 8 p.m. That's one hell of a time. Uh, Tried it. Been successful at times. I've failed at times, but that, <laughs> that happens to us all. But check them out. Club 609, like I said, right here 
in Joplin, Missouri. Yep. Next up, Downtown Lube. Be sure to visit them at downtownlube.com. Mark, I need to apologize for my comments yesterday. I don't want people calling you and dropping the F-bomb while you're at work about Kansas because I don't want to ruin your day. I want you it's to have a, a good day. It's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. <laughs> you, need your oil, <laughs> you need your oil change. Exactly. Yeah, mine's coming up very soon, too. That's another part of it. Uh, He's going to cut your brake line. <laughs> they do specialize in tires and lube. Hopefully not cutting brake lines, but if you need their full list of services, go to the website, downtownlube.com. Again, that is downtownlube.com. Yep, a great little local uh, place here. We love Mark and all the support that we get from Downtown Lube. Uh, next game on the slate, the last of our early scheduled games, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to Washington to take on the football team. And this is another team that is just, they're bad. They're, they're real, real bad there in Washington. Two and six on the season. I don't. I haven't looked ahead at their schedule to see who all they play for the rest of the year. I don't know how many wins they have on that schedule, though. They just they really they don't look like they have things together. I know they beat the Giants already, so maybe you are able to beat them again, but I doubt it. <laughs> oh, okay, so I have their schedule pulled up now. They play the Buccaneers this weekend, then they play the Panthers. That might be the only win that they have for the rest of the year. Like even the Eagles are pretty bad. They play at the Eagles. Maybe they, they split with the Eagles and go one-on-one. One. But I, I think this is a bad team. And uh, you're playing the Buccaneers this weekend. And much like what we saw with the Buffalo Bills, if Tampa Bay were coming off of like a big win over the Saints, maybe they overlooked this Washington team. Yeah. But Tampa Bay lost to the Saints last week. So I think this is uh, an revenge-type game. They are nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Tampa Bay is. I'm going to take them to cover those nine and a half points. I think they're just so much better than Washington. And like this pass rush that we were all excited about, yep. it really hasn't been affecting games. And it's not going to affect Tom Brady. He's just going to get rid of the ball too fast. And I'm right there with you. because, And that's the thing with Washington. We thought this defense was going to be so much better than what it has been. We thought the offense would be a little bit more productive. It doesn't help that Ryan Fitzpatrick goes down with an injury. But it's one of those deals where they've just been kind of disappointing this season. Mm -hmm. And Tampa is living up to the hype. They have not slowed down at all. They haven't looked bad. They're coming They're coming off a bye this week, I believe. So that just adds to more preparation and them being ready to go. They were straight up with like the, hey, we don't want Odell. We don't care about it. So they're not even upset about losing him. <laughs> the fact that Bruce James was like, hey – I don't want to deal with any more letters. I yeah. already got A, B. I don't want OBJ. I was like, you freaking old bastard. That makes so much sense. I love that he's just so honest and doesn't give a shit anymore. He's like, no, I don't want him. Like, yeah. like some coaches will be like, even if they don't want him, they're like, oh, you know, that's the GM's decision. Like, we'll see what happens. Not Bruce Arians. He's like, no, we've, we have enough guys. I don't need him in this locker room. Thank you, We are just <laughs> fine. And so I think Tampa rolls this game. Favored by nine and a half. I'm surprised yeah. they're not favored by more. Even being on the road, like it's not gonna. It's a beautiful fifty-one degree day, cloudy. The sun shines there in Landover, Maryland. Have yourself a day, Tom Brady. Yeah, probably going to. Uh, next game, the Carolina Panthers versus the Arizona Cardinals. This one in Arizona, where the Cardinals are favored by ten and a half. Uh, I did just see a tweet that Kyler Murray was back at practice today, so uh, he's probably going to play in this game. But as we learned about the Cardinals last week. That might not matter that much. Colt yeah. McCoy scores 31 points against the San Francisco 49ers. I like the Cardinals in this game. I have been a doubter of them 
forever since my existence. I haven't liked the Arizona <laughs> Cardinals. Like I'm just I'm sorry to our Cardinals fans if there are any. But I, I think this may be a good football team. I'm starting to come around. And I don't think Carolina's good. No, we talked about that a little bit. So I'm going to take the Cardinals to cover the 10.5 points. It's going to be hard not to because Carolina stinks right now. Mm-hmm. And our guy Colt McCoy, keep eating, bub. Go <laughs> see if you can be just a late career starter somewhere next year and be yeah, like, damn, maybe he's Colt's still got it. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, you know, where he just catches on <laughs> somewhere. And, uh, maybe he's the starter in Washington next year. I wouldn't be surprised. So I'm taking Arizona favored by 10.5 as well. They looked good last week, like you said, even without Kyler. Uh, but I do believe A.J. Green is expected to play this week, uh, which so just kind of helps. find the ball? <laughs> That's still in question. TBD. Yes, sir. Don't but, know. yep, definitely taking Arizona this week. And the next game uh, on our 3 o'clock kickoffs, we have the Vikings at the Chargers. These are two teams that I – I kind of like better than their record. The Chargers are 5-3. and three. It was not that long ago we were talking about them as like running away with the AFC West almost. Yeah. Uh, and then they come out and you know they get beat by Baltimore pretty badly, 34-6. to six, And then they lose to the Patriots, 27-24. to 24. They did win last week over the Eagles. On a game-winning field goal. Yeah, 27-24 win there. So I don't love what I've been seeing out of the Chargers the last couple weeks. With the Vikings, they've got some close losses to teams like Baltimore and Dallas, but just barely beat the Cardinals. Uh, the spread in this one is three points to the Cardinals. Or sorry, the Chargers. I'm going to take the Chargers to win, and with it being such a, a close spread, I guess I'll take them to cover those three points too. But I do think it will be a close game. Like Honestly, it's probably going to be a push. It'll probably be like a late field goal or a field yeah. goal decides this game, and the Chargers win it. Yeah, I'm right there with you because I'm going to take the Chargers, but it's kind of one of those games where I don't feel comfortable taking it. Like, if I was – I probably wouldn't bet on this game, honestly. People were trying to put together, like, a parlay. I wouldn't do this. I would try and stay away from it because we don't know who Minnesota is right now. And they're sitting right there in the middle of the league. Yes, they're 3-5, and and some of their games that they've lost have been very – like, they almost beat Arizona earlier in the year. That's true. They just couldn't hit a field goal. And Dalvin Cook expected to play in this game. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. I mean, that with that situation, it's a lot of that. <laughs> he, he said, she said. And so, like, nobody knows what's going on there. Uh, he is He's expected to play in that game. So, a uh, big difference maker on the field, for sure. It, uh, like we talked about earlier in the week, too. Even if he's not able to go or maybe he doesn't feel, uh, you know, 100%. Maybe he's a little distracted by what's going on. You got a really good backup there. Yeah. Uh, so, I'm, I'm not too worried about that. But I'll stick with my pick. I do think the Chargers win it. But it's going to be very, very close. Uh, our next game in the 3 o'clock um, hour, the Eagles visiting the Broncos. I don't like either one of these teams. <laughs> the Broncos are favored by 2.5. This is just maybe not the most exciting game to watch. I kind of hope that it's not on in our area. I hope we get something different, uh, like that Seattle game maybe. Uh, but I I don't know what to say about these two teams. Uh, maybe you're in play for Aaron Rodgers or Deshaun Watson next year. Maybe you want to see what you have with these two quarterbacks. I still can't believe that we're this far into the season and we haven't seen much of Drew Locke. I know you agree with that one too. But this Broncos team coming off of a win at Dallas, that that was a very, very good win. I think there's still a lot of talent on that defense. They've got two pretty good running backs. I'm going to take Denver to win this game and cover a a two-and-a-half point spread. I'm confused on who's going to win this game because – Philadelphia, they lose to good teams, and they beat bad teams. And when you look at Denver, you don't know which one they are. 
Mm-hmm. There's so much week to week on like the fact you beat Dallas thirty, you put up thirty points against Dallas, and then Washington you beat by seven. You barely lose to Cleveland. You get smacked by Vegas, and then you lose to Pittsburgh. It's like, what? who are you? And that's the thing. So it's like Philadelphia. You're looking at Denver. Like, I guess we'll just assume they're a bad team. So if that's the case, I'm taking Philadelphia to win this. Yeah, with Jalen Hurts, yep. I still I like Jalen Hurts. I don't like a lot of the Eagles or, or of what they've got going on. They don't run the ball for some reason. No. And even when, you know, Sirianni comes to the podium and he's like, oh, we're going to run the ball. We're going to focus on getting the ball to our running backs. They don't. So like, it, the, their whole running game is Jalen Hurts. Yes. And they just they do not give the ball to running backs at all. I, I think I'm probably rooting for the Eagles in this game, but I think the Broncos will win it. Yep. That, that's kind of where I'm at. And th- this next game, should be pretty exciting. Seattle going to Green Bay. Both quarterbacks should be back. I, I mean, it's Friday morning. I've heard more about Russell Wilson playing than I have Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I uh, I assume that he is playing. Uh, missed one week due to COVID. But I know I heard early in the week that there's like a possibility he could miss. So I don't, I don't know. I'll, I will say on the injury report, he's still listed as out on ESPN. And Russell Wilson listed as injured reserve on ESPN. I think that both quarterbacks are going to play in this game, though. And Green Bay is favored by three and a half points. This is this would be like a day of bet for me to make sure which quarterbacks are playing. Because if yeah. Rodgers is playing and Wilson isn't, it's a very easy bet. But I also think if Wilson is playing and Rodgers isn't, it's a very easy bet. <laughs> but if we do get both quarterbacks like I expect, Green Bay the three and a half point favorite. I think Green Bay wins. Playing at Lambeau, uh, 41 degrees, a chance for snow there too. That's just that's going to be a big difference maker. I think Aaron Rodgers coming back, he's scary when he has a chip on his shoulder. And I think this is going to put a chip on his shoulder. I think he is pissed off about the COVID stuff. He's pissed off at the media. He wants to go out, wants to perform well, and he probably will. So I'm going to take the Packers to cover with both quarterbacks playing. Now, if Rodgers doesn't play, don't bet on this game or, you know, it should be an easy bet. If so, Rodgers is out, bet Seattle. If Wilson <laughs> is in, Rodgers is out, bet Seattle. But if, you know, Rodgers plays, Wilson doesn't, Packers. There's a lot of back and forth there. For some reason, I got confused at some point. But if you're saying if Aaron Rodgers plays, take Bet on them. the quarterback. Okay. If they both go. play, bet on Rodgers. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, I am taking Green Bay. Um, Expected for Aaron Rodgers is playing like you mentioned. I don't know if we see Russell Wilson, though. Like you mentioned, ESPN says he's on the injured reserve. I don't remember seeing anything that they've taken him off of it. Doesn't there have to be like he a just, brief He put period? out that video to where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm back or whatever. Yeah, but I'm sure Seattle's like, you're not back off the IR, so mm-hmm. shut up. Yeah, I'm sure they want him back as soon as possible, though. The fact that there's supposed to be snow already is crazy. Second week of November. Yep, early on in November. Sheesh. We had a really bad winter last year, here at least. I heard we're supposed to get a ton of snow this year. I yeah I've because last year I remember hearing it was like yeah we're supposed to get a lot of ice we fucking did yeah I hear a lot of snow I'm fine with snow well I we got a lot of rain ice. early in the fall and I saw some like Facebook comments to our local weather guy here Doug Hetty who's yeah. a legend and people were asking him like are we supposed to have a wet winter and he's like yes and then somebody asked him 
does that mean snow? And he said, yes. <laughs> it's just funny to me. And he was like, it felt like, duh, you fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's probably exactly what he's thinking. <laughs> yeah. Just used your fucking brain. Uh-huh. Damn yeah. it, Karen. <laughs> Definitely probably the case. Uh, last game for us, though, is an exciting one. Uh, primetime Sunday night game in Las Vegas, where the Kansas City Chiefs go to take on the Raiders. Uh, Chiefs are the favorite in this game, two and a half points. One thing that I do like to point out with the Kansas City Chiefs is they are terrible against the spread. Boy, no joke. Like historically bad against the spread, not just this year. This is like an ongoing thing with them. Their record against the spread this year is two and seven. So, like, where do you see that at? Uh, the ESPN Plus oh, Pick shit. Center. Uh, it gives you a lot of that That's data. What that fucking means mm-hmm. against the spread. ATS. ATS. I'm trying to figure that. Out. I've been <laughs> like fucking mean? a. Oh, sorry. All I the stars. You should have just asked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. ATS against. I'll be honest. The never spread. noticed it. I put it in the description of the show like frequently. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have no idea what that means. Sure, we'll go. It makes the pit picks uh. ATS. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just I want to question you on uh, what you thought that meant, like when you saw it for the first time. <laughs> Against the spread. Austin though. takes spread. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> the Chiefs are bad. Uh, bad this year. I think they win, <laughs> but like I don't want to bet on them because I think they could, you know, lose a, against the spread. Two and a half points. Like, are they going to win this thing by one? <laughs> like, that's probably what happens. Oh, the look on your face, and you're like, uh, yeah, right there in the old pick center <laughs> Again, uh-huh. where everything else is it is something it's behind their paywall i believe uh, so i have that espn plus uh, thanks hulu and disney plus <laughs> yeah. it's bundled yeah but so they also <laughs> now increased the price so it's like mm. have they yeah mine didn't they're, they're, i think it's at the beginning of the year the end oh, of november really? how I'm much is sure, it i think it's going from 11 to 16 those bastards i know Hey, what's five more dollars? I well, talk to my fucking utility bill. That's <laughs> how they get you with all. These. I just heard recently here in the area that they're trying to Liberty is trying to increase the rates by like nine percent. I don't know. I should maybe log into Facebook and check. It's that so one. aggravating. I learned it from my freaking landlord. Oh yeah. So like yeah, so rent might be going up again. I was like again. Oh really? I just moved here. Damn. Tell me about it. I should have oh, just been tough. stayed out in the freaking boondocks. I'm going to live with my grandparents. <laughs> Drive 45 minutes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be miserable. It would. Uh, like, Grandma, I game. don't care. <laughs> yeah. It would be like living in a real-life Facebook oh, scroll. It would. I love my grandparents, though. Love you, G-Unit. Thanks for watching. Uh-huh. Does she? We'll see if she responds. We'll see. Your mom does. I don't know. If, I don't know if she YouTubes it. She listens. I think she listens enough to keep me accountable. <laughs> Like, isn't that what parenting is? It's like, I'm not always paying attention, but I'm going to let you know that I am sometimes. Is that what parents do? Just to keep you in line. Hell yeah. <laughs> Shit. 99% of parenting is just paying attention. Like, it's not hard. It's common sense stuff. Like, <laughs> hey, don't touch the stove. But you know what? If I'm paying attention, I know to tell my daughter, hey, stove's hot. Yeah. And then she says, oh, okay, dad. Yeah, I get Psst. it. I'm not going to touch it because I'm not an idiot. Um, yeah. 99% just paying attention. Hey, watch out for that car because I'm paying attention. I know you're not. I'm telling that's the secret to being a good parent. Just look, pay attention. Look at you. Yeah. Anyway, Chiefs Raiders, um, this is a big week for you. It is. You are like a son of a bitch. You, the Chiefs do a thing called Red Friday. <laughs> 
And uh, maybe if you lived in Kansas City before, you would know it because it's a huge deal in yeah, Kansas City. The whole city's red. The uh, whole city is red. Yeah, but they do Red Friday. I don't. I have never seen you participate in Red Friday. You're one of the biggest Chiefs fans I know. Yeah, I wore my Kansas City Chiefs sweater yesterday. Yeah, now you're wearing your Pittsburgh Steelers was flannel. Friday. <laughs> black and yellow, black oh. and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> I, I if you're wish, listening to the pod, that's the color of the flannel. Line. I wish I would have convinced you that it was silver and black. I think I could have done it. No, I know. You told me I it was yellow. Know. I asked you when I bought it because you were with me. But I think I, I think target still think I could have. Mm-hmm. But uh, with the Raiders and the Chiefs in this game, I don't think it's as easy as probably what we thought it would be at the beginning of the year for Chiefs fans. I do like the way that the Raiders are playing, and uh, I did a Raiders podcast this week as I, I talked about earlier. I even said on that podcast, like I'm, I kind of root for the Raiders in a sense that I want to see them overcome every obstacle that they've had this, this past season. month. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I can't even hate the Raiders this week. I know that that's like something I'm supposed to do. Yeah. But guess what? I'm a bandwagon fan, so I don't have that yet. <laughs> but I am rooting for the Chiefs. Obviously, will I pick them to win? I guess. But like I said. I I would probably stay away from that spread. They're just so bad against the spread. Yeah, and it's tough when they're only favored by two and a half. So, I mean, that's coming down to pretty much a game-winning field goal mm-hmm. or, you know, a late score by the Raiders that's just in garbage time. But the thing with this, and it doesn't feel like it's Raiders week. And I don't mean that as like, I'll overlook the Raiders. It's just it's so different because everybody knows the Raiders have been dealing with so much the past month. It's like, how about we just kind of keep them out of the spotlight? Because it's going to be hard to talk about them without giving those other storylines attention as well. Yeah, it does kind of feel like the, hey, we don't want to talk about the Henry Ruggs stuff anymore. Exactly. We don't want to talk about the Damon Arnett stuff. So, like, it's whatever. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like And then like when you Raiders look at week. Kansas City, it's, well, I mean, what are they right now? Is the offense back? Does that last throw by Patrick Mahomes to help seal the game against um, your last matchup against Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers? Is that the play that kind of gets him out of his funk that he's clearly been in? Mm-hmm. Can McCole Hardman step up? How does this Raiders defense look after a tough loss against the Giants? So, Really, it's how much of the the last storyline against the Raiders, how much does this affect them? Because with John Gruden, it was like, unite together as a team. Henry Ruggs' situation was like, that was our brother. Now he's not here. Like Derek Carr's talked about it. Like, it's hard walking in the locker room, looking at his locker, and he's not there. That affects the team. That affects the offense. And now you play Kansas City. Luckily, you're at home. So there is somewhat of an advantage there. But at the same time, Kansas City had a comeback win against you last year where you had Travis Kelsey wide open in the end zone. Of course, I'm going to take Kansas City to win this game, but in terms of the spread, I really don't know. Yeah, the two and a half, they're they're good at making this one. Yeah. Because if it were any bigger, I'd have no problem betting on the Raiders. Yeah, and the thing with the Raiders' defense, too, is I don't know how good they are this year. Like, we haven't seen them get to, like, take over a game or be a factor. I still think their pass rush is still pretty good, but their secondary is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know how you're going to cover Tyreek. So then Hill. it's like you look at the Chiefs, it's, well, is the offensive line good enough right now to cover that? The mm-hmm. pass rush of the Raiders? And can the receivers get open? Can they catch the freaking football? McCall Hardman, like, Demarcus Robinson, I'm looking directly at you. I'll say it again. Demarcus Robinson and McCall Hardman, catch the ball. Thank you. I hope they're watching. I hope so. I'm going to clip that out. <laughs> it, it it. I'm going like to tag it. both of them. I'm not. You're not, I'm not, d- that, you're not guy. that guy, pal. Not that guy. <laughs> no. <laughs> we can't We can't do that. No. We can't be that guy. I appreciate you, but just catch I feel ball. like the strength of one team is the weakness of the other. 100%. Like the pass rush for the Raiders. Okay, that's a strength. 
the offensive line for the Chiefs. Like I know that you can find data that says they've been playing good, but the, they, the last two they've been weeks giving up they a lot of been. pressures though. Yeah. So like, I think when you look at sacks, it's like, oh, they're not giving up a lot of sacks, but they're giving up a lot of pressures. When you look at the Chiefs and like their speed on offense is going to be very hard for the secondary of the Raiders. The Raiders can't run the ball, but the Chiefs can't stop the run. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see. I think there will be a lot of narratives killed in, in this game on both sides of the ball of like, oh, my gosh, the Raiders, like I said, can't run the ball. Well, we'll figure it out against the Chiefs yep. or the Chiefs. This defense has been getting a lot of attention over the last couple of weeks. Now you play Derek Carr in this offense. So we'll see if it's real or yeah. not. We'll find out a lot about these teams. Sunday night football will be very exciting. Uh, obviously, Big Country and I are Chiefs fans. So you know who we're pulling pull, pulling for. It's <laughs> tough to say. Yeah, I could tell. All those peas. <laughs> um, but that is it for us today. We thank our great sponsors, Miners and Monroe, Gunspot, Club 609, Downtown Lube, and also our presenting sponsor, Mid-America RV, but also our sponsor, Roper Kia, here at the end of the show. Check out their inventory. As I always say, if they don't have what you're looking for on the lot, they will help you find it. And if you mention us at Mike'd Up, you get $1,000 off a nicer, newer ride at Roper Kia. Uh, and before we end the show, thank you for listening and watching Mike'd Up. Greatly appreciate it. Big things are happening here. Got to break it next week, though. Next it all starts. It all starts next week. You realize what you've done? Announced an announcement. You announced. The I announcement. have, but I'm excited about it, and I feel like people that are invested into the show and have been. I <laughs> just want to say thank this you. Far. Yeah, seriously, thank you, especially if you're watching it. Seriously. And Appreciate that was you. announcing the announcement.